Hello, listeners. Welcome to the High Dotted Podcast. I am him. You, he is I, the host of this show that has audio issues from time to time, but we're getting better. Uh, episode 52, Cam is here. We have a special guest tonight. My boy Wesley D is here. We've been talking about him for the last two episodes over numerous things, so I wanted to make sure he's here so we can speak his own goddamn mind. You know, once again, appreciate you having me. It's been uh, long overdue. Indeed. Okay. That was a lot. All right, we can get to the topics, man. So um, the way that we do this, Wesley, you know, usually we just go around the table to see who picks a topic, but you're the new special guest here, so... You can pick the first topic. Mm-mm. Let me pull the list up. We can start with uh, that Howard Stern thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I couldn't okay. believe it. <laughs> Howard Stern. And this is funny as hell because I don't even... All right, so this is the article. Howard Stern is upset black NBA players ignore him during while courtside. The black players, this is him, I quote, the black players won't come over and say hello to me, but they will go over to Spike Lee. I grew up in a black neighborhood. You know what I mean. I mean, they shouldn't, they should, they should, they should, I mean, they should know that, but I get ignored. Uh, I want them to talk to me. Uh, I let's see. Howard fan of the show. I don't get that. Uh, Stern's treatment from NBA players while sitting courtside probably isn't something anyone would have ex- uh, accepted as a race issue. But he's the only one who he's the only one who went there. So it's part of the reason Stern went there because he hopes. Oh wait, hold up, I'm, I'm reading some bullshit. Okay, so yeah, Howard Stern has a, He has. He's upset that black NBA players don't say what's up to him on the court. Um, have either of you ever seen his show? I watch his podcast, like, snippets of it. Like, the clips will come up? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead, Wes. No, I, it's just for one, like, all the BS he set aside, like, he was popping in, like, what, like, the 90s, 2000s? He was a very early podcaster, but you can't expect people who are, like, 20 years old you know like bro they were born in like 2003 you know they have no clue who this guy is (laughs) like he can't get you know i just i don't i just didn't know that i think it's i think it's interesting that he has an issue with it like you're howard stern why do you even care uh views probably probably lacking (laughs) But see, like, this is where I'll be thinking, like, like you said, Wesley, he's an old podcast. So that's like old money. But that's like his, old. his content, though, a lot of it has been rather, uh, what's the right word? Like, not like offensive, but, you know, he, like, he be talking shit. Huh? He be talking shit. Nah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. What do you think, Cam? I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think he should really give two fucks about it. 
<laughs> you know, I could agree with you there. To be honest, because it's just like I mean, this is where it gets to the fact, the point that you know he he's like you know thinking too highly of himself. I mean, like yeah, give yourself credit for you know like the things you've accomplished in life, but it's like if motherfuckers don't want to come talk to you, bro, they don't want to come talk to you. It's, it's, it ain't got shit to do with race. I mean, I'm sure he's not bringing race into it, but hey, man, if, if they just don't fuck with you, bro, they just don't fuck with you. I mean, like, hey, it is what it is. I want to know if the white players come up and say anything to him or the international players. Probably not. And if they don't, does he have that big of a deal? Does he care that much about them not saying anything to him? Or is it just the black players that he cares about not, you know, acknowledging him and shit? Because there aren't only black players in the league. There are other players in the league, too. He saw Spike Lee getting dapped up, and he was sick. <laughs> he was steaming. Seriously. So, you know, just people people beefing, pe- people beefing on the sidelines when, when the real beef should be focused on the court. Well, it make no goddamn sense. But yeah, no, we can move on from that, man. Actually, I want to bring up a topic uh, for, we already talked, well, we didn't. But Wesley, I want you to, to hear this quote from Cam Newton and tell me what you think. Okay. All right, so let's see. Cam Newton believes his dreadlocks and fashion have hindered his chances on being in the NFL. Do you agree? Um... Slightly, I I don't see anything wrong with it, but you know, that's something people like would always. He was like winning games, but people would say something about what he was wearing, you know, like it would be a big deal. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of that matters, especially if he, you know, I think he, when he was like, uh, he could be a backup somewhere, you know. I fully agree with that. So, yeah, but as of now, it, it does not. That is not the reason that he is not in the league, and I am the biggest Cam Newton fan. It's yeah. because uh, he's not able to play very well. Yeah, and he's been out of the league like for a minute. For a minute now, so it's just like, yeah, it's not really looking too well for you, buddy. I was like, and they just had a whole new draft class come in, so. You know, unless you are willing to take that backup role now, you're not going to really get a position in the league. But like Wesley said, while he was in the league, yeah, that was the biggest reason. Like they were trying to get him out of the league is because he was, uh, you know, he had this personality to him when it came to style and fashion, which, you know, shouldn't have really been the case seeing as he was a, a great football player who won an MVP in one of the hardest leagues to win an MVP in and shit like that. So, you know, carried his team to a nearly undefeated record and nearly won the Super Bowl, but, uh, you know, came up short. He was even just, like, a good dude. Like, he always did stuff around. For the community and everything. Yeah. Charlotte did not deserve him. Look past that because, you know, the man wore a goddamn scarf and shit like that, you know, so... Well, see, here's where I have I have a weird a weird beef. Why is it the NBA players damn near to a point where it's like a, it's like 
a ritual to see these guys walk up the ramp and see what type of ridiculous outfit they they put on <laughs> right yeah, like exactly you know what i'm saying like james harden's outfit that he just wore to game two was absolute another dog shit. <laughs> but they're, no, they're like, saying that's he, he they're saying like that's a new fashion one. that's like that's a great fashion statement there but you know that man looks like a what the fuck this man looks like it's oh, ridiculous when yeah. he drew a 45 he he looked pretty crazy but he, he looked like he was about to drop 45 <laughs> <laughs> that's why like cam newton will wear that and he would go out and so yeah exactly so that's why i'm just like if he if you doing your job right it shouldn't matter what you're over here you know if like he was laying the team down or something then i could see if it was really a distraction but like man was winning football games yep but hey that's just a part of the life that you gotta live man But uh, see also, so the death of Spinrilla Kess. Oh my God, R.I.P. Let's take a moment of silence, please. You were you were on there. Oh yeah, moment of silence. Mm. Fuck all that shit. Oh my goodness. Were you on that Kess? Of course, I was on Spinrilla. Man, that was that was like that's our that is all our childhoods. You know what I'm saying? Like no cap. Like, okay, so Spinrilla is shutting down. A uh, federal judge in Georgia ordered the mixtape site to pay Universal Music, Warner Music, and Sony Music $50 million for copyright infringement related to the streaming of songs for thousands of songs of Bob Marley, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar, and more. Yeah, I, I can't lie. I got some gems on there. I probably shouldn't have, but um, I don't know, man. It does suck. But it, it did get a bit oversaturated after a certain point. But like when it first dropped, like 2014, 2015, I don't know if that's when it first dropped, but back then that was uh, peak times. I personally, I mean, damn. I mean, all I guess all good things have to come to an end. Yep. Sheesh, man. Cartoon Network, we had to lay down, we had to lay Cartoon Network to rest, like, I don't know, like, earlier, a couple months ago, um, and that was because they just, like, the original Cartoon Network, like, they had their own brand, they sold it to uh, HBO, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. you know, they no longer were making, like, original content out of Cartoon Network, everything else is going to be you know, the sub, I mean, the streaming hub. So I guess this is another part, you know, this is the music industry cutting, uh, uh, what is it, uh, cutting off loose loose ends in terms of them owning all of the music everywhere. So you can't get any type of back door website app, like anything that involves the actual artists and the ones that are signed. They're gonna have ownership of everything, and that's where it's like Spinrilla. Like y'all came back for Spinrilla, like damn. Yeah, look, I, I use YouTube Music, and just some of the songs I have on there, I'm just like, they could do the same thing, but I doubt they're gonna come for YouTube, or they could just get the video taken down. But 
what was it? So Spinrilla went bankrupt? Um, or they're just like being forced to shut down their website? Being forced to shut down the website, I'm, I'm sure. I think it's That's crazy. Yeah, I think they're being ordered to shut down and pay. Like I don't at first I thought it was like a e like you're either getting shut down or you pay this and you can stay up, but it's like getting shut down and you have to pay fifty million dollars to all these people, all these labels. Yeah. I it's mean a, it's, uh, it's a cold world. I mean, yeah, it, it was it was it was uh yeah, it was inevitable. But but see, this is where it's like I feel like even though Spinrilla hasn't been a popular site in a, a long time, like it ain't like, oh my god, where are they gonna get fifty million? Like they got fifty million. Who Spinrilla? Mm-hmm. You think so? Where's that money coming from? They probably got old money. They, they, you know, they probably invested, you know, to make sure, you know, when this, because I feel like this day was going to come. So now that it's here, they, they, I mean, I hope they got the bank for it. I hope they just thought that they was going to go willy nilly scot free with this. No, yeah. I'm sure they got bread, but 50 million? 50 million dollars. Hey man, that that's the new number nowadays. Everybody just go. If it ain't if it ain't if it ain't over ten million, you're not really you're not really asking for money nowadays. Why is that? Well, over the last couple episodes, Cam has been so eloquent uh, eloquently been explaining to us how the dollar is just depreciating and how America is just losing its grip on the world and bricks. And, you know, gosh, there are so many things we've been talking about involving them and how, you know, we as Americans are just losing a lot of value in the money. So people are about to come in terms of our government is about to come for the money. IRS got special agents. You know what I'm saying? Like we they not fucking around. They finna get their bread. Cam said Cam said they coming for you next. Who? You. Oh, yeah. I told you they were. Had a uh, good amount to them. But I mean, hey, that's just like, you got to think about it, though. Like, as we progress in life and more and more money comes in, like, they're going to take a portion of that bread. So I guess it's just better to be prepared for when that day comes. No, I feel you. No, I feel you. That's, that's, that's what we are for. All right, Cam, man, you quiet over there. What what you want to talk about, man? Pick pick a topic, dog. Let's talk about Bronny committing to the US to USC. So I'm not familiar with USC being a very popular basketball school. I'm more into like UCLA. So is he trying to like bring glory to the basketball? Or, uh, organization, or am I missing something? I think he's just trying to stay close to home. I yeah. get But well, why would he go to UCLA? He's just trying to stay close to home. One might be a bit closer. Maybe not. He probably doesn't fuck with UCLA like that, to be honest. USC probably gave him a little bit more uh, oh. exposure, seeing as, like, you know, they're not a big school, but his name carries a lot of weight. So by him being Bronny James, he can probably go there. Probably start, you know, get that little, get them big ass NIL deals and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, I agree with you about staying close to home, but in terms of exposure, that's cap. He that man could have went to Wichita State, and we would have been on them all four years. What you? No, it's inevitable. Going to the lucky ring. Wichita fucking state. You 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 watch them just for his name, but then after a while you'd be like, oh, they're dog shit. No, yeah, no. Not if you bought them. Yes, the fuck you are, bro. He can drop 30 and he's losing by fucking 30. You're not gonna watch them. Well, I'm I'm saying I'm saying if he goes to the uh final four, he goes to the champion and he wins like two two championships, maybe one if they stay for a year, but bro, he's going for a year and then leaving. He's not he's not staying yeah. there. But I see. But I thought I didn't think he would need to go to college. Can he not just go to the G League or whatever? I thought that he's was going for it. He's going for his education. I'm sure. Like I'm sure Brian wants him to go get his four year degree. Because I was gonna say, isn't that like a thing now? Yeah, you can go to the G League, but he could have did that straight out of high school. Wait a minute. How is it? How you want your education if you stay for a year? I mean, he's more than likely not gonna stay for a year. But yeah, that's probably what's gonna. Happen. It depends on how LeBron wants it to happen. Like, if Braun wants him to come out in a year, he'll come out in a year. But yeah. I doubt he's going to be, you know, NBA ready in a year in college. So What? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Why, why are we disrespecting the prince like that? Bro, I'm not. Did you, have you paid any attention to him in high school? Have you watched no. any of his games? No. He's definitely, like. Okay. He's literally not, he's he's not that good, bro. He's solid, but he's not, he's not NBA talent right now. In my opinion, he's going to, like, be like a solid six man. Yeah. I think his like defense and uh just stuff like that, you know. I, I think he's like I mean bro, his dad's LeBron James. Like I don't know. I feel like LeBron, you know, instills what he knows into his kids type stuff. So right. you know. If Bronny has a chance to get to the league in a year, I don't care what LeBron has to say about it. He goes yeah. Next year. They're projecting him as like a lottery pick. Yeah. And he, so, I mean, that's like, that's kind of crazy to me. He's not a lottery pick, especially not, not right now. Like maybe he goes into college and, you know, two years in college, he's averaging like fucking anywhere from like 16, 17 points a game, maybe like five, six rebounds. Oh my goodness. Maybe not five, six rebounds, maybe like two, three, but then like five, six assists. Five. Maybe I can see him pick like that but if he is a top draft pick it's solely off of his name it's not it's not the talent like the man can ball but he's not he's not out here goddamn like a lot of people are saying he shouldn't even made the all-american game oh my. i don't know about that go, go ahead Kevin. there were there were a, a lot of a lot of players that should have probably been in that over brownie but you know hey, hey. the hate is strong here the hate is not fucking strong. You just told me you have no. not watched any of this man's games. So you cannot tell me anything. You have no experience. You have not paid any attention to this shit, Kev. You you are wrong though. Like if LeBron James wasn't his dad, he would most likely have to work. He will probably be at Wichita State. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he he's he would not have made that all American game. I'm being for real, Kev. Like he, he would not have made the all American game if his dad was not LeBron James. But like, you know he could have maybe I'm just saying he like just put himself like uh no 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 it's, it's, not, it's not maybe it's not could have maybe no if you look at his stats and how he played and shit like then paid and look at it and look at other players that have came, were coming out at the same time as him he would not have made the All American game I'm being like dead ass serious did Jordan's son make fuck no anything like that no 
I don't think he likes his kid like LeBron likes his. Nah, Jordan didn't really give two fucks about his kid, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, he didn't. Same thing with Magic. He didn't give a fuck about his, his child. Well, I don't know, you know, what they got going on, but I do know Michael Jordan. I think he he makes his son, like, pay for Jordans. He doesn't give them any for free. <laughs> oh, I've made my son pay for my, his shoes, too. Shit. We got a brand to uphold, my man. That is true. When you think about it, it does, but I don't know if he's doing it for that reason. <laughs> he and might just maybe. Shaq say to his kids, "We not rich, I'm rich." Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a great mindset to teach your kids, so you gonna yeah, earn this shit today. It's it's easy for you know those kids to just grow up spoiled. Audio sounds terrible. Sorry about that. Man was over there eating the mic. That was not. But yeah, no. Basically, Steve Harvey, um, all of them be saying the same thing. Um, yeah, your turn, Wes. You could, uh, if we're not, if we're finished with this topic. You go to the next topic. Uh, Ed Sheeran and Marvin Gaye. Oh. That was pretty crazy. I meant to. Well. This was that was primarily for Whitley because we uh, were talking about the last part about Ed Sheeran having some copyright infringement case with the my, uh, Marvin Gaye family. Let's see, let's see. Well, um, it wasn't necessarily Marvin Gaye's family, but one of the writers, I guess, something like that. Well, it was Marvin Marvin Gaye estate. Uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, I'm sorry, Ed Sheeran wins a copyright trial, found not get, found not guilty of copywriting Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On with Thinking Out Loud. He was originally being sued for $100 million. Hmm. So, and then I, I remember, like, I heard the song, and I never, I never really, I never really, like, pieced the two together, I guess, but then once I heard it, I heard it back to back, I was like, okay, I guess that they have a point there but <clears throat> i don't know like I know, I know like the marvin gay curse or like the marvin gay boogeyman comes out when you start um sampling his music without proper um claim and without proper you know what am i trying to say acknowledgement um robin thick well clear it there we go do you think they're really sampling him though? Like that's not what they're saying. Like they were trying to say he stole. Like, uh, like I forget. Was it Let's Get It On? And I think Shape of You or something. Like I don't know. Like what, uh, Red Sharon? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, Let's Let's Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, and I don't know. Even when I heard that song, I never really. I mean, I it has the same. Yeah, same like it's in the same key kind of thing, and like uh, but I don't know. It's just like pop music. Those those chords are like used in so many songs, so it's like uh, like there's a formula to that stuff. To be honest, right? He might have been, you know, he was on it a little bit earlier, but. 
I mean, I've heard people like straight up steal some stuff, but I mean, the most notorious one is Robin Thicke. Uh, you know, you said what? No, yeah, yeah, Robin yeah. Thicke. yeah. So, so you know, and the the difference with that one was when he was asked about it, he blatantly was like, "No, what are you talking about? There's no, there's no type of," and it's like, dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> like the whole beat, the whole thing is Marvin Gaye. What but song that, was it? Was it Blurred uh, Lines? Yeah, Blurred Lines. And what song did they say for Marvin Gaye that you took it from? Uh, everybody get out. What's going on? Oh, what's going on? <clears throat> there we go. What's going on? Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you off, way off. Got to give it up. My bad. Excuse me. Terrible. You're awful, Kiss. Get Shut out. Of here. <laughs> Turn the podcast off now. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the shit off right now. <laughs> Marvin Gaye, got to give it up. That is the that is the uh, song that uh, that Robin Robin Thick Robin Thick did did sample without clearing. So yes. Damn shame. Well. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Juice World. Um, yeah. You know the song. I think it's dang. It's like his most popular song. I don't want to say it's one of them. This like a uh, rock artist named Sting. Oh uh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he like cashed out from that song. I think he owns like a majority of it. It's crazy. Like uh, you know. No, I just, just told you about that uh, one story about that one song. Oh yeah, <laughs> and how that person made that decision. So yeah, um, so nah, bro, it's real, bro. You really, if 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 this is a song and it gets like that type of that that uh, airplay, it gets that popularity, and the people who made the original composition hear that shit, and you ain't talk to them about clearing it, oh, they on your ass, Mister Postman. Yeah. I, I do think though, like if you make it like and it blows up, include them in it. I agree. I agree. I mean, like I'm give them a little something. If it's blowing up, you know, otherwise they're gonna 100% come for you. I mean, well, some people say that they have a song, they send it to the person, and they don't clear it at all. That's also true. I, which I think is kind of crazy because, uh, I don't know, you know, music is just, huh. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just think music should. It definitely holds producers back, maybe even artists like uh, living in like fear of sample clearances. Because mm-hmm. they're expensive too if you have like a label and a budget. Um, like they're not cheap to get those things cleared, some of them. But well, sometimes they don't really even want money for this, the clearance. They just want a, a percentage, or they just want a claim. Yeah. You know, like a high stake in it. You know, from what you make off of it. Sometimes they ain't about the money. That still is money. Yeah, because like <laughs> if it's blowing up, like that percentage is, you know, like those streams are like a portion of them are coming to them. Well, no, I agree. I just feel like I rather have the person who gets majority of the stake 
but you but you cleared it. I'm not saying I had to pay for you to clear it, and also just hearing the song and saying flat out no. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I guess there's just different ways to clear and clear a sample, or just notify the person so you don't have to pay money or none of that shit. So. It's all on business. It's all on business. It's all business at the end of the day, to be honest. Which holds back a lot of good art. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, bro. Um, so, let's... Do we want to get into some more seriousness or we can get into some foolishness? The drugstore in Vancouver, is that the one where the dude, like, he literally had a shop selling, like, Coke and... Yes, he is. Let's he get got it. arrested. Foolishness <laughs> it is, yes. A Vancouver man arrested after opening and opening a heroin, cocaine, and meth store. Uh, Jerry Martin was arrested less than, less than 24 hours after launching the business. He said he wanted to give people a safe supply of drugs that had not been tested to issue, no, to ensure they didn't contain fentanyl. Police said they started gathering evidence after the suspect started selling cocaine, crack, (laughs) methamphetamines, and heroin out of a mobile trailer. The store, which was parked next next to a police van, had bright yellow sandwich boards featuring a price list of all the drugs. Martin told Vice News that his plan was to get arrested eventually. He said he wants to launch a constitutional challenge, arguing the prohibition had created a toxic drug supply that's killing Canadians. I mean, his heart's there, but bro's just going to go to jail and, (laughs) you know, it's going to be forgotten about. It's like the unfortunate truth, because it is like an issue with people who do that stuff, you know. That people, I even have people in like my family, and you know, a lot of uh musicians and just people in general like die from that stuff. So, uh, most definitely. um, I'm not saying like if them doing it is like good or whatever, but if they're gonna do it, you know, they don't do know it, they're do taking it without that. the fentanyl, man. Give me yeah. my, give me my clean, give me my my drugs clean, man. Listen, it's already hard. It's already. The hard drugs. The drugs are hard, yeah. hard as hell. Don't You're already at that point. Don't 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 put more. Don't put don't. I'm I'm so disgusted. It's like don't even put bullshit in my bullshit. Yeah. Like what? It's already like you know kind of crazy. It's you, just made, you just made it like I'm already off the deep end. You're put. You're you're kicking a horse watch down at this point. This man. And you, yes, he is going to jail. There probably won't be, uh, uh, well, see, he's Canadian, so I don't know. This motion might, this motion might hit different in Canada, but his yeah. heart in the right place. Hey, let me tell you something. If he came down to South Charlotte, he'd be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> now let me stop. <laughs> Honestly, bro, the fact that he. The fact that he parked it next to a police van is crazy. I didn't know he was like purposely trying to get arrested. He was trying to prove a point. Listen, drugs. Goddamn drugs, man. Yeah. All these damn drugs. And 
fentanyl is the newest thing that is making the drugs that people use, whether it's for medical, recreational, addictive, whatever, this fentanyl piece is making it deadly across the board. So when you have advocates, (laughs) if you will, to try to have their own fights against the war on drugs and you arrest this man, then there needs to be some fixing in the streets. Yeah. And, I, and he, he's from Vancouver. So, I mean, if this story came out in America, you, I feel like, like you're saying, this he's going to jail. We're going to keep going with the next day. But, hey, I really feel like if there's some type of there's some type of investigation with this type of thing. I maybe them they might be they might have something more. So we'll we'll, we'll stay on that. Keep my eye on that. I know that I know that whole story sounded crazy, but in my head, I feel like that's going to mean something to somebody one day. So yeah. possibly, no, most definitely. Uh, let's see. Joe Biden's administration says that fifty-five billion in stolen loan forgiveness has been approved. Um. Okay. <laughs> it does that not make you jump for joy, Wes? Let, let me just be completely transparent with you. I was not going to pay back a single dollar. Oh my God, yeah. you, what do you mean, Wes? That's what they said. That's what who said? That's what that's what Joe Biden's administration said. But if you think about that, like if you do the math, I'm pretty sure that's like close to maybe like a thousand dollars per person if we have like um what like 50 wait yeah like 50 million people in student debt here i think i think that would mean if if every single person went to college in america you know what i'm saying that 55 billion is the budget for the loan forgiveness across the board for all students. That doesn't mean every single, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, it doesn't. But have- I, I, I'm saying though, currently, I believe it's like it's a ridiculous number of people who are just have like student debt, you know. So I, I'd say it's a good thing, but I, I think they just need to cancel it. I mean, I, I'm grateful they're like extending it or whatever but they've been extending, they've extended it too far yeah they've been extending it for like three years right yeah okay. Damn, somebody dying over there let it bless you uh, but yeah man I let mean, me uh, give a quick shout out to this man JB Hey, what's up, everyone? Let's go to the podcast. How's it going? Hope everyone's doing well. Is that you over there coughing like that? Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's know. me. See, ain't that some shit. But nah, man, JB is also another homeboy of ours, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all the way back from, well, for me, in North Carolina and Charlotte, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, he's chilling with my boy Wes, so just wanted to join us as well. Uh, since we're in billionaire, billionaire shit, um, billionaire tech, Peter, how you say the man's name? Thief? 
says he wants to have his body uh, cry non cry frozen. Basically, fro like basically when he wants to do a Futurama, uh, in hopes that he can be revived when the future generations find out solution to whatever caused his death. That just sounds like some billionaire. Like, I, I mean, that's hard though. Like, this man think he's really gonna make it though. You said what? You think he's really going to make it, though? Well, that's the thing, right? If I'm a billionaire, and whatever billionaires do with their money, if I publicly say I want to die, I want to be chronic, I want to be frozen and brought back in future generations, I feel like it's going to happen. I think it will definitely happen. Feel like he, I feel like if not, if anything, he kind of he kind of put the cat out of the bag. I feel like he shouldn't be talking like this. I feel like yeah, I feel like he he should have shut his mouth. I feel like the billionaires were talking in the room behind closed doors and were like, yeah, you know, this is what we about to do. And he's like, hey, this is what I'm about to do. What the shut the fuck up? Mm-hmm. Letting people know, shut up. I feel like he's not the first person to. But see, I feel like when people say stuff like this, it comes off as like, oh, that's uh, yeah, I feel like it's like a it's a dismissive thing. It's a, like when people say statements like that, it's easy to dismiss the type of it's easy to dismiss it. Right. So for me, it's like. Nah, if you're a billionaire and you're saying something like that, that means that there is literally you know something. Yeah, there's literally technology out there that is like so much more out of this world that we're just worried about 5G and shit and you're over here thinking about getting your body frozen after you die so future generations can unfreeze your shit so you can live longer. Like, what? I do not think that those type of ideas are just random when billionaires say stuff like that. I really feel like that's like the agenda to what's going like. You know when they say like a lot of uh, celebrities were passing away at like, like an alarming rate part of if we want to have a conspiracy theory talk i feel like and maybe i never said nothing about it because it was just random but now that this man has said this it wouldn't put it past me that half of these old celebrities were like you know what i'm really sick of this place i'm ready to just chill and then bring me back on some other shit i really feel like a lot of these celebrities or a lot of these people who have a lump sum of money who just disappeared or died your shit are still alive doing some shit just don't want to be on the radar no more i can see that for like famous people and if the famous people are doing that then what the fuck you think these billionaires are doing i don't even know who what's his name peter thiel who is that i don't even know oh, who that but at the same point that's like uh that idea of being uh frozen like that has been around like forever so i mean it wouldn't like surprise me if that's a thing or whatever, but you know, we're gonna let him have that. I just feel like, uh, like, why, why would you not want to see what's next? Like, uh, like, what's he gonna do in that time? Felicia. You know, I guess. <laughs> see, he, he's gonna be dead though. That's like the thing. I thought to be like frozen, you had to like be alive, right? I, at least in the movies and stuff. I mean, yeah. 
That, that's deep right there. Uh, They're going to die. He's going to die. Yeah, there ain't no coming back. Yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> Bro ain't going to have no feeling in his toes. Man, his brain is gonna be dead. I mean, he's, he's just gonna he's he gonna be frozen, but that's about it. Yeah. Not if he no, not if he uploads his consciousness to the AI. So For when real. his body comes back, they download the consciousness back in his brain because well, well why save his body then? Just you know, just upload his consciousness into that into the computer and just make him a new body. Oh, oh he's Jarvis then. Okay. I mean, that makes more sense than bringing his old, you know, decrepit body back. You know, it's going to be fucking frozen and they're going to unthaw him and shit. And his body's not going to work properly because, you know, it's been frozen for 100 plus years. Hey, man, this is what the billionaires are talking about. They need to talk about solving world fucking hunger. They worry about freezing themselves. Fuck that shit. Uh, I could agree, but... You know, they uh, it's like to get to that point of being a billionaire, you gotta do some real shady shit. You gotta do something. Why do you feel that way? Why? I mean, you definitely probably have to. Uh, I mean, you definitely have to kind of squash like the little guy. I I'm about say. to say somebody is getting fucked along the way for you. Yeah, if you if you got bro. that much money coming in, I would Yeah, like come on, bro. You're not doing that shit by the book. Like even if you are and you're trying your best not to to make sure that people aren't being hurt, somebody's still being hurt somewhere down the line for you to make your millions and billions of dollars, bro. Millions debatable, but like billions for sure. Oh shit, even millions. I feel like millions too. Do you know who Yeet is? Yeet? No, I don't. That's crazy. I didn't think you would, but it's... uh, I don't know. Well, I'll, a, I'll, I'll look him up. I, I don't think you're gonna, like, fuck with him, to be honest. But, like, uh... No, like, people either, like, love his music or they, like... They're like, this shit is garbage, but he's, uh... Like, in my opinion, he's, like, Young Thug and Future, like, mixed together. Like, in a good way. I know, you know, we could say, like, uh, we were just talking about it. Like, how Tyler, the creator, kind of took, like, the best things of Eminem and used them for himself. Like, uh, I feel like he did that with Young Thug and Future. For, like, trap music, you know. But, off topic. But I just didn't know. No, that's facts. No, I'm going to check him out and I'm going to see. And I'm going to let you know how I feel about the dude. I might like it. I might not. But I'll let you know. Uh, All right, man. Last topic. Then we can get the fuck out of here. Because we obviously... uh, This audio is kicking our ass. Um, It's kicking your ass, son. Hogwarts Legacy three-month recap. So... I think I've not played the game yet, so I don't I don't see. Well, these are, this is another one I would <clears throat> I was gonna skip it because Whitley wasn't here, but I wanna say what they've done because this is what people are 
Video game Hogwarts Legacy has sold 15 million copies and made over 1 billion in less than three months. Yeah. So people are definitely saying game of the year. Like, the year ain't even halfway over, and they're saying ain't nothing about to top this. I mean, like, my if sister... GTA 6 came out, it would. Ooh. Maybe. The but, like, my... The teaser? My... Huh? The official teaser for GTA 6? They came yeah. out with one? Yes, mm-hmm. it did. When? About two, three days ago. Oh, wow. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a while, though, like, you know, because they've been eating out GTA 5. But, and um, they're going to continue to. <clears throat> yeah, for real. They they don't need that game, but I'm, I hope it does eventually come out. But back to Hogwarts, like, my sister doesn't play any type of video games, and she's trying to get, like, like a console just to play that game. You know, so... The uh, the crowd is deep for it. Enormous. I find, I think it's a matter of time for my mom sees it. If you want to get a PS Five and play the game, she she likes Harry Potter. She loves Harry Potter. Yes. Have you uh, watched or read the books? She's read all the books. All facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read. I don't think I read all of them. I read like the first five, maybe six, but uh, I never seen the movies. Yeah, no, I mean, I've watched all the movies, but, you know, when you talk to people who've read the books, they don't want to hear that shit, so. Yeah, I think they're both, you know, good interpretations of the same story, so. True. I don't know. Everyone wants to argue, but. Uh, Last, last, last topic, because I forgot. Playoffs, playoffs. Cam, uh, Cam, I already know he was talking about it before we got pod, and I know Wesley. Yeah, y'all, y'all got your ass whooped. <sighs> Who? The the they got dog walked, shitted on, absolutely fucking shitted on. It's one twenty-seven to ninety-seven, fucking shitted on. Cause you hear me? Cause I know I sound loud as fucking the mic. Y'all got fucking shitted on. It's oh. going seven games. Y'all are gonna win in seven. Look, holy oh. shit! Oh my goodness. Oh. I guess the final score has came out and we have lost game three. Oh, it's been out. It's been out for a couple of hours now. Y'all lost 127 to 97 because holy shit. Absolutely. Go ahead. That is a response of us whooping their ass in game two. Exactly. So, you know, it's going seven. Yeah, it's going to be back and forth. It's going seven. With Mr. Ass AD. Yeah, it's going seven. Did AD play well today? Yeah, he did. He played very well today. Do you know his stats? Uh, I was like twenty five and like and like eight boards or some shit like that. That's crazy. Like he's the streakiest he, thing since J.R. Smith. He he could be like uh literally like a top five player. Like when he's at his best he is, but he's a consistent fuck. Yeah. Someone who he needs to go to NC uh, North Carolina A and T with, with Jr. Smith and get consistent. Uh-huh. I mean, play some damn golf. Mm-hmm. Some more than basketball. Him, so, I think he made the right decision. But I don't know. I'm thinking the Nuggets are kind of. I, I've been sleeping on them, to be honest. They're losing. They're the actually, seven. Or are they losing? I haven't really kept up lately. No, I mean, the, ser- the series is 2-1, but they're probably going to lose in seven as well. 
No. Who are they? Uh, who are the Nuggets facing again? The Suns. Oh yeah, that is right. Because uh, KD and Devin Booker are, like doing everything. Yeah, they combined for eighty six tonight. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I seen like DeAndre Ayton. He's like uh. He's going to the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, it's over for him. They like benched him. <laughs> it's time to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, basketball has been, you know, from where I've kept up with it, it's been uh, pretty good. You got shit on, buddy. 76ers and Celtics. Celtics are probably about to whoop that ass. I think so, too. Joel, they're going Joel back. Embiid is like a curb stomping people. Yeah, they still won that game though. It, what's the series for that one? Two one, uh, seventy sixers. Mm, no, I think the Celtics are. Oh yeah, I think uh, the best player on the Celtics is uh, Jalen Brown. Fuck no. Al Horford. Jason Tatum. <laughs> Why are you disrespecting that man like that, Wesley? You disrespectful as hell. Disrespect. You too, that disrespect. You gonna say fucking Al Horford? Al fucking Horford, Wesley? That is so. That is so rude. What? I mean, bro's an elite. He's an elite shooter. He is, but we're not. That's not what we're discussing. Wesley, we're talking about the best player on the Celtics. Yeah, I said Al Horford. This man said fucking Al Horford. <laughs> Do no, you believe in Jason Tatum? Tatum is like uh he's the same as like AD. I I see, see, see. All right, I'm glad I'm not the only one. They they, they they be choking, man. I don't understand why it comes to these. But see, here's the difference, though. At least AD does this. Like he's known to do this all season, including Jason. Tatum, Jason Tatum, the same thing, bro. He is a god. Jason Tatum balls all season, but when the playoffs come, that man is nowhere to be found. That's for a lot of people, though. Like a lot of players, you know? Yep. Like Derek fucking Carr. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's not my problem. That's Wesley's. That's Wesley's savior now. Yeah, you know. Savior. Savior. Oh, my. Y'all got Jimmy Garoppolo. We do. Bro's and, gonna play like three games. He's better than fucking Derek Carr, though. Oh, I mean, Derek Carr's not a bad pickup if everyone on the Saints is healthy, but you know, I'm not. Uh, Everybody's not gonna be healthy. Yep. Derek is the best quarterback in the division. Ooh. Wait, Derek, Derek Carr in the division? Yeah. You're insane. I would say so. At the Who moment, better than Derek Carr in that division. Bryce fucking young, <laughs> the rookie. Oh is my. The best quarterback. That man has not touched. You, us. Is, do you think he's gonna be uh like it's good? Baker fucking Mayfield. Oh my goodness, he's the best one. Like, is Bryce Young like a good pickup for you? I mean, he's our quarterback. He better What's be. that mean? Baker Mayfield was your quarterback. Sam Darnold was your quarterback. Well, you know what? Baker Mayfield's fucking dog shit. You know, oh. I don't see how he got a job. 
But I guess, you know, they had to pick up somebody since Tom Brady fucking retired. So, <coughs> might as well go with Baker Mayfield. Who the fuck is shooting me, you fucking horse? Oh? Whoa. Well. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've really kept up with it, Kess, but uh, how are you feeling about the Raiders? They're ass. Oh, okay. Or not. Y'all got I, rid of Darren Waller. They're fucking dogs, dude. What? I have refrained from talking about the Raiders until we get closer to football season. Right, right. now, it's, it's the Warriors. It's the Warriors' time. This is true. This is true. So that's why we, 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 we it's tend the Warriors to time. Ball. Huh? You said it's the Warriors' time? It's Warrior time. Yeah, it's Warriors' time. Basketball. Mm-hmm. Do y'all put Steph over LeBron James? If of he course. wins. If he wins? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kess is a certified LeBron James hater. I am not. <laughs> you just a certified hater, period. I am it's not okay, Kess. It's hater. okay. I'm not a certified hater, but if the question if you ask me the question, who has a beggar who has a better legacy? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely Steph. What? Because Wait, because his is built off of LeBron's. How? What do you mean how? Like I guess the, what he got his championships off. The the ascension of Steph Curry is off the back is off the the, the losing back of LeBron James. Yeah. I don't like to I don't like to use like you know say this but like you got to look at his teams and I'm not hating on their teams because like uh, except for the KD thing but um. You know, they kind of build a team from the ground up and stuck with it. They're still sticking with it for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, about Steph? LeBron didn't oh. have anything he built from the ground up. Kind of. Like, LeBron didn't really build anything from the ground up. You know, he went to a team and tried to get some help. Uh, I mean, I, the 3-1, mm-hmm. you know. Legendary. Yeah, so I mean, other than that, though, it was really just him carrying, you know. So, I mean, when it comes down to LeBron talking about his legacy, he's gonna have about Steph and how Steph whooped that ass. Yes, and so, and then when Steph Brink talks about his legacy, he's gonna talk about yeah. You know, shit really started popping when I started beating LeBron in the final two three times in a row. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's not even like him talking shit or hating on LeBron. It's like, when we talk about Steph, we're going to talk about LeBron and how the reason Steph is Steph is because of how he ascended over LeBron. Like, see, it's like this. We're going to talk about Steph because he is the greatest shooter of all time. That too. And the part is where, like, there was never a point where Kobe and LeBron ever had the face-to-face moment. Um... So like that, we never we never got to see that. Um, yeah, this is like a real rivalry up to this point. You know, just like LeBron versus Steph. Yeah, like this is more like Magic and Bird. But, I, yeah, bro, I was going to say the same thing. Like that's what it reminds me of. They're like cool, you know, but like uh, they definitely. Uh, but see, this is where I can't like. I said that's the closest thing, but like LeBron is LeBron is gonna be. I guess Michael in this situation. I mean, I mean, uh, um, what, what am I? What did I just say? Bird and magic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And this, he'll be magic. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just the, you know, the 
the anomaly. But I mean, if we talk about the like a better player, a better all around shooter, you know, then we're gonna talk. Think- about- huh? But I mean, that's like debatable. They're two different. Like, if they played the same position, sure. But like, I'd say for their positions, they're like you know, they they're just not like that comparable. At least to me, I'd say for what they do, like they do it, you know amazing i think when it comes to putting the ball in the basket aside from dunking it lebron is nowhere near steph but it's not it's not even just like that it's more so lebron's like iq and you know just uh see this is why we talk about magic johnson and how he's one of the greatest point guards not because of how he scored of how he was a great cast right Yes. Okay, and then we talk about Bird and how Bird. Well, also he was a six-nine point guard, so I mean that, that as well. Um, but we don't. Talk, but, but see, even in that, we don't talk about Magic dunking on people. We talk about his passing. Yeah. So for Bird, we talk about how he was one of the greatest players because he knew how to score a fucking basketball. So for me, I look at LeBron, and LeBron is obviously a a a. a, a, a a monster among men when it comes to uh, the the paint. You know what I'm saying? But if we go outside of the paint, uh, I mean, you're not Shaquille O'Neal, nigga. He has a decent three-point shot. Decent yeah. free throw. But now, but, but now we're talking about Steph Curry, and we're talking about outside of the paint. You're, you're not... You're, mm, I mean, if you're trying to be technical now, because you know, but who, no, no one's like close to that though. So I mean, he's the best shooter, yeah. But like, Steph Curry ain't about to. Like I don't know, they're they're both just good in their own. Like uh, LeBron James versus Steph Curry one on one. Who you got? One on one. I mean, I don't know. That's Steph. I mean, just a, I, I guess. You, come on, stop trying to be politically correct in this month. I'm not trying to be political, bro, because, like, uh, it wouldn't be wrong if I said Steph, like, uh, or whatever, but I, I just think LeBron would. That's just my opinion. Brennan, what do you think? Bro, don't watch basketball. Boy, Steph, hooey. Steph will wear him out. Come on, man. Like, we understand that he's the bigger body, he's the bigger athlete, the bigger man. But that's not that's not what wins you the game. Putting the ball in the basket. That Cam? is win the game. Cam, what do you think? Cam ain't even here. <laughs> Cam done left. But it's all good though. Um Oh, when did um, he leave? I don't oh, know. Yeah, it's not even Anyways, man, but uh, we we go we go we gonna wrap it up early. Just be, we'll wrap it up early. It's already. Out. I've literally I've literally been here the whole time. It just wouldn't let me talk. Ah, uh, well, it did, it did have you like disconnected. It yeah, did. well, I, did yeah, you I've been here this some... whole time, and that bullshit that you're fucking talking right now, Kess, about that one v one, is you need to understand it is who's it is whoever gets ball first in that situation. Yeah. That is how that 1v1 is going to go down. Because if Steph gets it first, he's not missing. And more likely, he's going to get the ball back. If LeBron gets the ball first, he's going to back Steph down the entire time. 
So it like it's, it comes down to whoever gets ball first in that situation. It's just like a thing too. They they're not gonna ever like like yeah in the game. So it's they're not like guarding each other in the game. You know? Oh no, they have in this series. Have they? LeBron is yeah. not back down Steph every single time. He if he was a smart basketball player and you give him he's not though. praise about the IQ that he has, then then he he would do that. He in a one v one situation. In any seven, I mean, any 5v5 game, mm-hmm. if Steph Curry is guarding LeBron James, he's going to back his ass down. I would say that's when that help comes, When that help, backside help comes, he's going to pass the ball out because that is how basketball is played. But we're talking 1v1, and I feel like if LeBron backs down Steph every time, that's not going to work. Yes, it is. No, but Ste- that's what Steph's like. Bro, yes, his it is. Def- his defense is like, uh, it's not terrible Le- by any means, but it's not like. But LeBron is 6'9, like 250, and Steph is like 6'3. Like two, two fifteen. Like he he if he like, wants if to back like plays defense. Like yeah, sometimes. LeBron plays defense. He he has a chance, but more than likely Steph's gonna drop that man off because LeBron. Thank is not you. That's that's all I wanted you to say. That's all I wanted you to say. LeBron, it would be, it, it be close. It wouldn't just be like uh, I don't think it would just be like one person dominating. Like, dominating. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I think it would be you know. But it's, a, it's a good rivalry. Yeah, it's it's a lot of good series going on right now. No, indeed, indeed. But uh, you know, once again, wanna say I appreciate you laying me on. I'm gonna definitely come back on though. You know. Just uh, had to shake off the podcast. Rust. Yeah, you know. No, no doubt, man. We're definitely going to have you more on the podcast. But switch up, switch up to dynamics. I think we can have four on here, if I'm not mistaken. So I might try to get Kasim on one time. Uh, yeah, man. Not with yeah. this goddamn audio, you're not. Yeah, man. I got to do something with this audio, dog, for real. Uh-uh. But yeah, man, no, this is going to be the wrap up. It's going to be the end of episode 52. Um, I'm your host, K2Do, and uh, we be out for the next time. God damn, this audio sucks. Get your ass back on the game. Yeah, I'm back. All right. All right.